What is up, movie buffs? And what's up, game heads? Welcome to the first ever crossover episode between the Real Therapy Podcast and Glitch Therapy. I'm your host, Ben DuPay. Joining me tonight and co-hosting this evening is Romano. How's it going, Mondo? What's good, people? What's We've already been good? talking. I don't know. Uh, we got Nico <laughs> on the podcast tonight. How's it going, Nico? Challenge me. Challenge you. I dare you. Oh. Some, some dance dance revolution. You you what might does that win mean, in, exactly. You, you might win in that. Uh, and we got Jose on the podcast tonight. How's it going, Jose? What's up? I'm actually down to challenge you on Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't Wait. think I've ever played Dance Dance Revolution actually. So this is a crossover episode. So we're posting it to both feeds of the podcast. Uh, we 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 just wanted to get like sort of a half and half crew of like half the people from Glitch and half the people from Real Therapy. Uh, into one place uh, we thought a really good movie to do this would be grandma's boy because this movie number one fucking rules and two it's a movie about video games so it kind of covers the gamut of what we talk about on both podcasts it's the perfect situation i was i was talking to jake about it and jake was like let me know when you guys do tron i'll get on that one too so oh, that, that would be another good one to do a crossover on yes i'm down for some tron Always this is tron. this is officially phase two of of my uh, Kevin Feige like plans for our uh, podcasting <laughs> universe, and you know, eventually we'll have an Avengers Endgame level event where we all come together and where there's just like eight people on one podcast. Yeah, and we oh, kill gonna, we kill gonna half of the people in the universe. It'll be great. Uh, so Wait, when that happens, can I snap the finger? Yes, you can. You can do the snap. Jose is notoriously for Thanos in that movie. And his plans to uh, to wipe out half the universe. Mono, I'm gonna let you take this first segment here, talking about what we've been up to. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, we haven't uh, you know hung out a whole lot lately with uh, what's going on in the world and stuff. But also uh, during that time, we've been gaming the hell out of uh, you know playing video games and doing our thing, watching movies. So yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna come over to Nico first and foremost, and uh, you know ask him what have you been up to, man? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? What have you been reading? So uh, PSN released some free games for this month for PS Plus members, and one of them was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, and nice. I yeah. I haven't had the chance to play that, picked it up, and I'm like, damn, this is a good game. I've been pretty hooked on it. Um, so much yeah. fun. Apart from that, I guess I've been reading uh, a book called Shortcuts. It's, a, it's short stories from Raymond Carver. They're pretty good. A little bit of a bummer, though, if you like that kind of stuff. What's it? What's it? Is it like fantasy stuff or what is it? No, it's just like really weird, weird life stuff. Like one of them. So the last one I read, I guess, was like about this couple who watches another couple's apartment. And like it gets kind of weird. The husband just like lingers in the apartment a lot and he starts putting on their clothes and like, oh, just w- weird. Right. <laughs> but like, I don't know, it's really well written. And, uh, yeah, he's a great short story writer. I'd is recommend it, it. Is it like horror type stuff or is it like... No, it's no? just, I guess, I, literature. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like general literature, I guess. That's cool. What's it called again? Shortcuts by Raymond Carver. I like it. You you uh, you see any good movies this week? Uh, last one I saw was Chaos Falls or Chaos Rise. Whatever the fuck the one with Tom Holland is and... Uh, <laughs> Daisy Ridley, Chaos Something. Oh, was that was that any good? Yeah. That's on my list. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So, like, the concept's really good. The movie's, like, decent, <laughs> right? Uh, 
Daisy Ridley's really good, and then so is Tom Holland. Oh shit! And Mads Mikkelsen wears a bitchin' fur coat, dude. Oh yeah, I want that coat. Yeah, fuck any coat Ryan Gosling's worn. I want the Mad Mickelson coat. <laughs> dude, Ryan Gosling's coat from Blade Runner, though that thing—it's pretty dope. sick coat. That's if if like coat. when we do eventually inevitably run into a post-apocalyptic universe, like that is the coat that I want to be wearing when it happens. You probably get a Kevin Smith coat instead. Yeah, pro- probably. <laughs> that seems more my speed. Yeah. Well, Nico, before before we move on, I mean, since the other two guys have you know have told this information already uh from the glitch therapy side of things as a guest on our show and we normally ask folks you know what your favorite console is that you've ever owned what's one of your favorite video games of all time and uh yeah we'll start there Uh, you know what's your favorite console you ever owned and like what's your uh, favorite video game of all time all right so i'm a playstation man i love my ps4 like my ps3 but nothing beats that xbox 360 especially when you grew up in that time man (laughs) oh yeah oh shit you're shit talking on halo what three two one of the two fuck it uh you are my best friend now (laughs) because yes halo is the best yeah man um okay favorite video game is a tough one shit um I don't know, man. I, I'll think about that. I'll answer that at the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's something that we try, to, we try to ask a few questions regarding like your gaming preferences, what your favorite like genre is or what your favorite game is or something like that. Just kind of get an idea. So people can get an idea what you like to play or uh, what kind of gamer you are. So, Nico, did you ever play uh, Left, Left for Dead on the Xbox? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that shit was... I like that, favorites. yeah. I recently got it on PC and started playing it again. It doesn't really uh, hold up so well, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty janky now after you yeah. play like better shit. Yeah. World War Z is a lot like it though. Mondo and I still need to jam on some World War Z. He's been trying to yeah. get me a jam on it for a while. It's a good game. I need to beat the DLC on that um, and knock it out. But yeah, I haven't touched that in a while. I need to get back to it. Joel has it and Michael has it too. So we should have a good crew whenever anybody wants to jam on it sometime. For sure. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Jose, come around to you, man. Uh, what have you been up to, man? What's up? Um, you know, I just, I want, I want to say a lot, but I've been doing stuff. Um, I want to say a lot. I want to say. <laughs> I've been doing things. I've been doing things activities. and stuff. Um, I finally, I uh, finally passed Ace Combat Skies Unknown. That was okay. in my backlog. Okay. That was nice. such a good game. I forgot how good flying is. And then. I haven't really started Star Wars Squad, uh, Squadron yet, just because mm. I kind of got overwhelmed with just flying and getting that vertical like sensation, just staring at the screen a lot. Um, that's basically my gaming here, besides Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Call of Duty, uh, Cold War with you guys every Friday night, just fucking smoking on you guys. Fuck Especially you. on Ben. God, eat a dick, man. <laughs> Dude, y'all were getting so mad about those grenades last night, though. Dude, that shit was so funny. You oh found your, you, you, you found your, you your and the trick. dead man's trigger. You, okay, so dead man's trigger. So for the listeners <laughs> out there, and for Nico, because uh, you you don't play with us on Friday nights, we play Call of Duty. I want to hear how you um, shit. I want to hear this. And I am. How do I put this? Significantly worse than everyone else who plays. I'm not good at this game. Uh, so I've recently found a trick where. If I run into a closed room, uh, I will pull out a Semtex grenade that will stick to someone and throw it at them. And even if they kill me, they die too. So 
it it was uh, genuinely pissing off a lot of people last night it's because the they started. Shit. Is the lamest shit ever. It ends. It ended up being a terrible tactic because it's just like I'm just basically kamikazing people, and it's it's not effective at all. Uh, but it, dude, I was like crying. You got, I was you laughing so talk. hard. Like you got us all a few times. It was just annoying. I'd be on like a nice kill streak, killing everybody, doing my thing, sliding through a doorway, come in, come in, and then he would literally have his back turned, and I'd come around the corner and I'd chase him for like a second, and I put a couple of shots into him, and I got pretty good aim. He would literally turn around as fast as he could and just throw it on the ground or hit me with it, and then we die. And I'm like, man, that is such a bitch move, man. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> he did it so many times to the point where I stopped. Like, I was like, man, I'm just gonna stay away from you a little bit and just pop your ass from a distance. So you can't do it to me. I can respect <laughs> it. I can respect it. You gotta, yeah. you gotta find a way to right. get some exactly. kills in, man. I mean, like, uh, exactly. you guys are so goddamn good at that game. It's ridiculous. Well, well anytime you find a strategy like that. That you know, if it's working or whatever, even if it's not working, if it's pissing people off, I mean, it's the people's job you're playing against to stop you. So it's like if you're if you're spamming something or hamming it up or doing a special attack that nobody likes, it's our job to make you stop. You know what I mean? Or yeah. Vice versa. So you know, don't I, I can't be mad at it either. It was it's like we're trying off. to get Michael out of those corners. <laughs> he's getting better now that he's moving around. So oh yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, anything else, Jose? Um. Let's see. You went to a comic book convention today, didn't you? Yeah, I just like listened WD to the background noise on that. Um, I was to I was to a comic book commission down at Morohei Mall right here in Des Moines. It was, I expected it to be big. I don't know why, but it was a decent size. Um, not a lot of stuff, a lot of comic books. So that's a thing. Um, there was a little bit of cosplay here and there. Um, I did see a Batman. I did see a near Tamada Two uh, B cosplay. Um, a lot of Star Wars, a lot of Star Wars, <laughs> dude. I miss I miss comic book comic book conventions so much, man. Yeah, there's, there's so much fun. Yeah. Um, my brother and I ended up buying each other samurai swords. I bought myself a uh, Naruto Sasuke samurai sword from Naruto Shippuden, and my brother got himself a sword, a samurai from Bleach, the anime. So we're probably going to smack each other with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, other than that, just building my Gundams here and there. Um, I still have a huge backlog. So that's a lot of time off, a lot of time doing that stuff. For sure. That's about it. Nice. Ben, coming at you, man. What you been up to, man? Fuck, man. I don't know. You- I feel like I'm I'm so busy all the time. And when someone asks me what I've been up to, I like I can't remember anything that I've been doing because I'm getting older and I just can't remember shit. Um, I've been watching. I, I went on like a Marvel binge because I we we finished watching uh, Wandavision and that got us enjoy, which was a really fun series if you haven't watched it yet. Um, although I don't know, I think you kind of really have to be into the MCU to to dig it or whatever, but. I went back and rewatched the first Iron Man movie. I think that's still my favorite like MCU film um, to the, to date. It was just such a good fucking movie. Um, otherwise, man, that's that's about it. I, I did jump back and I was jamming on uh, Celeste a little bit. That's always a fun indie. Oh, nice. like, dude, that, that game is so much fun to jump into just when you got like 15 or 20 minutes on your break or whatever. Um, and Mondo got me watching New Girl uh, with with Nico's favorite actress of all time. He can't stop raving about how much he loves her. 
it's like his, his, yeah he loves her so much she's beautiful it's like, it's like her and ryan gosling are his two favorite people i love how it's like the first it, time we're getting into the look I, i'm not commenting on her looks book. that's not all i'm saying is if you think she's beautiful you must have really enjoyed the period between 2008 and 2014 when almost every single woman out in the street looked like her yeah Yep, I enjoyed it. Well, doesn't doesn't her sister look the same as her? It's uh, the one, she's the one from Bones, isn't she? I think I think her sister is a way better actress than her, and like just overall, just I like her better. She's actually like, and I'm I'm fucking with Nico right now. He hates Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Zoe Deschanel like with a passion. It, um, but I actually there is she's like my least favorite character on that show. I really dig like all the other characters on New Girl. Um, I'm you, man, so, you can't beat Schmidt. Schmidt and, and Winston are the best. Schmidt is the best. Dude, and Winston, Winston is like, if Mondo was a character from a TV show ever, it would be Winston from that show. And I, way I cooler, yeah. I was way yeah. cooler. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Those are your words, not mine, okay? I mean, you threw that alley you. You didn't expect yeah. me to dunk it. I just came flying out of nowhere and just, yeah. Self self deprecating humor is my thing, Mondo. Just leave it alone, okay? That's that's my that's my thing. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, buddy. I just want to put my toes in the pool just a little bit. I don't want to get in. I just want to put my feet in a little bit and walk away. That's all. You you guys have you guys over have oversized egos, and I have a very deflated ego. That's how this works, okay? (laughs) Oversized. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that, and you could also I mean you could also argue Jose's uh, uh, death defying uh, situations there with his stuff. Yeah, like Mr. Dark humor over here. Dark humor. I, I have a lot of jokes right now, but I'm not going to say anything because I'm just going to push me. Oh, <laughs> you and Mondo hanging Sit out. My you, guys both, you guys both are lukewarm. You, you guys must have been hanging out together. <laughs> Dude, I have not been lukewarm in a while. So fuck you. I just say that, hu- that human centipede episode set Mondo off. Yeah. And also, fuck Nico for putting that out there. <laughs> That's the case. <laughs> So I'll tell you what else is new with me. Do you guys see how I'm bouncing right now? Oh yeah, on a ball. Nico, a bouncy ball. I got I got one of these uh, ball chairs to sit on. Um, at what? Well, no, I sit on it. I still I I'm balling while I'm working. I sit on this fucking thing all day, and it and I fell off it uh, the first day. It was pretty funny. I kind of wish that there was like a hidden camera in my room so I could like post that on the feed, uh, but. Yeah, so if you guys see me bouncing up and down, that's what's that's what's going on here. Why aren't you dangerous? (laughs) Why aren't you singing "Riding Dirty" to us right now? (laughs) I I don't think that's in my wheelhouse. I I don't think I'm cool enough to pull out pull off "Riding Dirty." I could maybe do some singing in the rain. Maybe. Um, How's it go? You see me rolling, you hating. You see me rolling, the hating. Patrolling, they're trying to get me riding dirty. Riding dirty. Gonna get me riding dirty. Anyway, probably can't sing that. <laughs> nah, but yeah. that's uh, that's about it, man. I don't know. I've just been uh, I've been playing a lot of drums lately too. So that's you know, that's it. Nice, nice. Um, I guess that leaves me. Um, I checked out Coming to America, the second movie. Uh, my wife and I watched it a couple nights ago. I was super excited to watch it because I lo- love the first movie. And I was like, it was okay. I was disappointed. I mean, I didn't build it up to be like it was going to be awesome. But like the cast, yeah, you, you they added Snipes in there. You got Eddie oh, Murphy. Damn. They brought every, they brought everybody back. I mean, the dude that was like the, that sang like, she's your queen to be. 
know, that dude is back. All these people are back. And I was like, yes, everybody's there. And it was just okay. I was like, I could look at my wife halfway through it. I was like, this isn't as funny as I was hoping it's going to be. You know, they got the old barbers are still there. Sexual chocolate was there. It's like going to a cool ass party. All your friends are going to be there. You haven't seen in a while and everybody's boring. So, yeah. Yeah. I could have. That's life. I could have told you that. I, I I pictured it being sort of a Super Troopers 2 situation where it's yeah. like, yeah, it's probably going to be kind of funny, but, you know. Yeah. So some funny when was the last time you saw the first one? Um, pretty recently. I want to say like maybe a few months ago. For me, it was like a week ago. Yeah. What was the difference then? Uh, I mean, what are, you, what are you getting at exactly? I, I don't know. I just <laughs> want to know what you guys think the difference was. I'm not oh. getting this shit. I didn't. I, I didn't see. I didn't see the second one yet. But the first one is like outstandingly funny. It's it's insanely funny, man. I was laughing so hard through the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's a situation of where they 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 caught lightning in a bottle and tried to try to do it again. They couldn't. It's just like most movies where they didn't make a sequel for years and years, and they finally make another one, and it's like the magic is gone already. Um, I think the coolest thing about it was just seeing all the characters from from the pre, from the old movie, just seeing them like again playing their same roles again you know james earl jones is playing the dad again and the the, the woman that he found in Bronx, in the bronx you know in brooklyn or whatever she's there and everybody looks you know you know great added in um i forget her name uh she was in the the, the female ghostbusters movie uh from saturday night live the blonde one no uh, uh, the black chick um yeah super tall uh can't think of her name right now but anyway she was in it too and she kind of brought some different flavor to it and with her humor and stuff from saturday from snl but otherwise, it just felt like they were trying to catch lightning in the bottle and they couldn't do it again, you know. But it was it was okay. It was fun to watch, but it wasn't as funny as I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah, it's it's kind of like someone learned how to do a really cool trick back in the 80s and it was a big deal and really awesome. And then they're like, let's try and do this trick for you again a second time. What what else you been up to, man? Um, um, I mean, well, we all watched WandaVision. That shit, I don't know if you've not caught up on that. I won't ruin it, but that shit was... Mm, it was very good, very good. If anybody says they didn't like it, fuck them. It was really good. Um, so you're basically <laughs> tenor. The first couple episodes, I hated it, and I was like, and I fell off of it. And then I talked to Ben and some other people, and they were like, "Dude, you got to get back in there. You got to get back in there. You only watch two episodes. You got to fit." I was like, "All right, fine." And I'm glad I went back in around episode four. Or so it started to really kick up and reveal why things were the way they were. And I'm glad I stuck with it because it was great to the end. Um started watching a show called red oaks on amazon prime not bad it's like taking um caddyshack and turn it into a show um so everything focuses around a uh um a golf um like what, not a golf resort would be a country club i guess where all these different characters work at work at and everything and they kind of enter you know yeah inter you know interact with each other and have all these different little weird situations you got the stoner guy who sells weed you got the guy who's trying to go to college but doesn't know what he wants to do and all this stuff you got the love interests and all these different things happening the dad who owns the club who doesn't like the kid um so yeah it's a fun little show i, I discovered it came out a few years back so i've been binging that here and there just with some some light content to watch rather than people getting their throat slit and trying to solve murder mysteries and stuff but other than that just started reading uh ernest klein's um ready player two uh, so far okay Speaking of not catching there. lightning in a bottle a second time. Yeah, right. So it seems to be the theme for me lately, trying to, you know, just sample this stuff. And it's like, man, I don't know if this is gonna be any good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna report back. I'm gonna shovel the shit so you don't have to. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I just thought that maybe a chapter or two in. So we'll see. Man, I respect the hell out of anyone that'll 
like make a really good thing and then just like write an ending that completely closes the door on any sequels ever have like cabin in the woods like i i respect the hell out of the fact that they made that and like we're never making another like you know that's like you did something cool leave get out while you still got some gas in the tank that's how i feel about the hangover should have stopped at the first one absolutely the other two are good i'm not saying the other two are bad just they take away from how good the first one is i feel like yeah number two was like okay number three was like okay guys like come on let's let's stop like two was like ah that was kind of fun three i think i i may have left early in three like i i don't know it's been so long was number three the one when they went to bangkok yeah. Yes. No, that's two. Wait, that's no, two. two. That's yeah. two. Yeah. Three is when they end up going to like Mexico for a little bit. Oh, I didn't see three oh, then. I'm good. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're you're fine. You're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. The only thing worse than that, then I would, if I could piggyback piggyback on that. The only thing worse than that is when is when like you you have a situation where you where you, they did close the door off on it and made it just like this is this single enclosed encapsulated thing. And then they write around that because they saw how much money they made on the original thing and try to write a way to make a sequel into it, like shoehorn it. And then you're like, we didn't need this. And not only that, the story doesn't make any fucking sense the way that you tried to shoehorn this back in. After Example. The door. Example. <laughs> I can't think of one. Um, but yeah, something like that would be the only thing worse than that. And I can't, I can't try to think of something. I'm sure you, know, what, you mean when they do like spinoffs on like certain shows? No, just like if a show is like, if a movie is just a single movie, there's no, they didn't leave it open for like some kind of, you know, sequel. And then like somehow they make one anyway, they force it. I don't know. I think Ben's over there working. He's Top Gun. To... I'll give you, I'll give you a really solid example. Uh, the entire Star Wars franchise. <laughs> just, just for instance, like maybe, wrong. maybe let's stop. I don't know. They never will. And I'll never stop watching them because I'm a fucking sucker for it. But like, Facts. do we really need it? Yeah. Nah. Maybe not, yeah. but I want it. Still, Other every that, time. Man, all I've been doing is playing playing a lot of games and stuff. I won't go into detail on those. I'm always jumping around, touching different ones, and seeing what's up. Played some demos. Outriders demo was pretty decent. It was okay. Didn't wow me or anything. I uh, probably won't buy that game. Oh, uh, talking about games, uh, Ramondo. So. Um, I touched Dirt Five. Like you told me to. Here we go. What'd you think? <clears throat> no. You didn't like it? You shouldn't touch <laughs> dirt, bro. It's not clean. It's Forza Horizon 4, but dirt. I wasn't the, the, the only thing I enjoyed about it was the was the podcast side of it with um the donut media guys. Uh was it uh Nolan Sykes and James Pumphrey, them just going back and forth, uh, just bickering on each other. I like that, but yeah. other than that, it I, I wasn't enjoying it. Like I was I thought I expected. Yeah, it's like they tried this tried to step one foot into the Forza Horizon 4 world and then have one foot out of it and make it their own thing. And they didn't really nail either one. So yeah. it was like, eh. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I've just been playing a lot of shit, playing a lot of Call of Duty, playing a lot of uh, indie games. Um, yeah, the usual stuff. Hit me up. You want to want to watch me play some or want to jam? Yeah, for sure. Good. Otherwise, uh, shall we move on to the next uh, the next segment? Yeah, you you guys want to talk about Grandma's Boy? God, yes. God, God damn it! I guess we should. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's why we're here, right? Um, this movie is so fucking good; it never fails to make me laugh. I've been laughing at the same parts of this movie for over a decade. When did this come out? I didn't. I didn't look anything up about uh, this. It is two thousand six, I believe. Yeah, so I've been laughing at 
the same parts of this movie for over a decade um, now. I mean, it's it's crazy how fucking good it is. And talk about making something good and then never making a sequel. I'm so happy they never tried to on this. They just did their thing and got out. Uh, so we're going to talk about Grandma's Boy. We're going to do it in our uh, in our Waco fashion uh, writing. Yes, I you said just, it. Yeah, I know. Really? I know. I'm I'm just <laughs> giving in. Just, somewhere just, just giving in like to it. Right now. I'm making a thing out of it. Uh, <laughs> we're we're talking about it in terms of writing, acting, cinematic experience, and overall enjoyment. So we'll start with writing, um, and just the writing in this movie. I think is probably like the best part of this movie right like just the the jokes and the the bits and the gags and shit so like i don't know what were, what were you guys like favorite parts of this movie we could talk about it all day long dude literally all day long we can go down the entire movie i mean i mean like I, just I, the, <laughs> that opening bit man where like these two like roided out like pro wrestlers show up to this guy's <laughs> these guys apartment <laughs> and like a victim and then <laughs> You know, like there's the whole thing where like his roommate is spending money on Filipino hookers, well, massage therapists, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and the landlord, like my favorite part of this bit is when the landlord throws the bong out at them and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, was that was expensive? That, expensive piece? Piece? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was clever. Just gets mm-hmm. me every fucking time, man. I just like such a great character introduction for our main dude too. What's his what's our main character's name? Alex. Alex. Yeah. So what what about you? What were you guys, some of your favorite parts of this movie, writing-wise? It is just like all the good, it, I don't know if they're good or just kind of like stupid, like that kind of simple but clever humor. Uh, there are those instances where they just keep ripping on the weird robot guy for looking like Neo or like, yeah. oh, it's Bono's stepbrother or some shit like that. Dude, oh yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Bono's brother. Yeah. Or like um the way that Samantha Linda Cardell Cardell any uh just like blows him off sometimes when he's trying to ask him on a date and she's just like, I'm working, I got shit yeah. to do, you know, I don't have time for a conversation. Yeah, it's 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 hilarious, man. I don't know. I also really love uh J JP. Is that that's like his best friend? Nick Swartzen, yeah, yeah, with a sweet fucking car. Yeah, I think he's my favorite character in the in the in the movie. Honestly. He's like your your bed's a car. He's like, but it's a sweet fucking car. See, and that's the thing. That's the thing about this movie. It's like even if you take away like the big beat things that everybody remembers, like the Matrix stuff with JP or whatever, or um, you know uh, Alex's uh, weed guy and stuff like that. You take away the major the major plot points and stuff like that. It's just moment to moment where people just say shit to each other. Like when, like when, when Alex is talking to Tim, he's like, hey, Timmy, can I crash at your house? And he's like, why? So you can jack off on my mom? And then all he says was, Jeff is a fucking liar, Timmy. And that's all he says. And like, he just rides away. Like, it's just, that's a quick interaction. It took like all of 20 seconds, if that. And then Jeff walks up behind him and he's like, what? And he's like, how many people did you tell about my mom? And he's like, I don't know, 14? Like yeah. that's just like the, the way he delivered that line too was like just the best man. Swartzen is the he's the dude man. He's yeah, like he's, he's the best part about this movie easily in my opinion. It's just that like the writing it just feels like you're just talking to your friends basically. It's just like them being best friends talking to each other. That's what makes this like the writing so good. Yeah, it's something you will say to your friends outside of like playing video games or hanging out with each other, just yeah. bullshitting on each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. 
Like that's uh, how it is the moment to moment. Another line, he goes, Dante's like, <laughs> that is pure fucking insanity. Alex goes, yeah, he got addicted to hookers. This is in the beginning of the movie. And then Dante goes, no, I'm talking about the guy who threw your bong, man. You should never throw a bong, kid, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? I really appreciate that they kept the whole uh, Alex jerking off on Jeff's mom thing as a running joke throughout the entire movie. Because even like halfway or a third way through the movie, uh, he Alex calls Jeff up and he's like, what, you want to jerk off on my dad now? Just, <laughs> just like completely out of blue. I completely forgot about it until. It's so good. It is. Yeah, I love just like, I wonder, do you guys, does anyone know like how much of this was improv and how much of it was pre-written? It seems it seems like half of it was improvised. Like they just ripped on each other and whatever. They they did have a script, but I think most of the rips were just improvised. Yeah, because it really does have that feeling of like hanging out. Like it reminds me a lot of like playing Call of Duty with you guys on a Friday yeah, or like podcasting with you guys or whatever. We just like basically talk shit about each other. Yeah, the stupid running gag we had last night playing Call of Duty was just <laughs> insane. <laughs> The best, the best of times, and it was the worst of times. Yeah. Anybody want a shot? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring it back from last night, Call of Duty. I think like some of my favorite bits. I'm like looking through my notes here. Some of my favorite bits happened while they were like doing their gaming competitions, like in the break room too. Like when they do the dance dance revolution thing, and he's like, "Oh, high score. What what does high score mean? Does does that mean I broke it?" Like, it's just, I don't know. The, Did I the, do bad? Yeah. I don't know. It's so great. And, like, the way Nick Schwartz dances on the on the DDR machine, too, is just <laughs> He's not even epic. hitting the feet buttons. Like he's No, not he's even, not. He's not even hitting them half the time. He's just jumping around and dancing. <laughs> just doing, oh, shit, I bumped my stuff. He's just dancing <laughs> around and bumping, you know, doing his thing. He's just like, what the fuck is this? We, we got to talk about, like the, like, the writing in this. And it doesn't matter, right? But, like, the gaming aspect of this and especially the gaming like business side of this is so not how things work in that world right like actual game development companies are like people it's more like being in a wells fargo like call center you know where like people are just crammed in like sardines and working at cubicles and like coding away i I don't think it actually looks and feels like this from what I understand about people who work in the gaming industry and programmers and stuff. I don't know, Mondo, you know a little bit about that. Maybe a few, maybe a few awesome, like smaller companies that haven't been gobbled up by the big boys yet. They'll, you know, change their, their culture with their companies maybe, but yeah, it doesn't seem like that's the, the fun environment you're looking for, especially with crunch. And then with the new, you know, protocols of working from home and things of that nature. I mean, so many games have been pushed back, you know, now, because of COVID and stuff like that, they're supposed to come out this year. They won't come out probably till next year, um, you know, with distrib- distribution issues and things of that nature and just parts not being available. And, you know, so yeah, I can only imagine that the shit is not as fun as it looks in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> right now, or has well, ever been maybe. Were these coders or were they just, I thought they were just like testers. They were testers. testers. Yeah. Yeah. Because like both. back then, like right in 2006, you had people you just paid to like find the fucked up shit and then they'd tell the coders to fix it. Yeah, and then also another really unrealistic part of this is what's what's the weirdo's name? The the main JP JP. I think oh, he's is that coder. Isn't oh, he the coder? JP. Yeah. That that's like the robot. Dude. Yeah, it's he's a, the it, coder. it's incredible how many times I've seen this. I still don't know the characters' <laughs> names. Um, 
but no, like they make a comment that he single-handedly like wrote and coded the entire game, which is like bullshit. Like, come on. Like, you know how, do you, do you know how many people No, man, like you, you play a game. Do you know how many people like work on that? Have you ever sat and watched the credits roll? It's like, hundreds if not thousands of people that have coded and worked on that shit and rendered it and everything. well maybe on indie games it'll take like five yeah. six people to code the game like and do the thing like it'll probably take them like a few years there are a few yeah. there are a few games out there where one guy made it and mm-hmm. um and the ones that i that come to mind are indie games for sure where one dude made it, it took him like three or four years to do it um easier to make obviously with you know like 18 like 8 bit 16 bit sprites and shit like that so but yeah, big yeah. ass game, a triple A game. Hell no, you can be playing doing that for a decade, and by that time, your fucking your tech is old as fuck. Well, <laughs> and like then a car off the lot or something. They they never really say it, but like that's what this that's what type of games they're making here is like triple A games. It seems like right, like it was implied. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. uh, man, I'll yeah. I'll save this for the cinematic experience part. There's something I want to bring up about their triple A titles. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw a couple of fun facts in there. I know we're not going to do that segment today, but I'll just throw them in here and there as they seem to fit. Uh, so speaking of that game that they were making, that game is called Demonic. Um, it was going to be an actual game that was going to be released for the Xbox 360. Uh, the project was canceled, though, when production company uh, Majesco Entertainment ran into financial trouble. So that game was going to be a real game that got released and ended up getting canceled. Damn. Oh, wow. Yep. That's crazy. It, it reminded me of like Predator Concrete Jungle. Yeah, for yeah, sure. it it really did. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it very much looked like Predator. So, do you guys remember the part of the beginning where where the two roommates are playing and one of them unplugs the other one's controller? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, yeah, you, you guys, did any of you guys ever do that shit to your friends back in the day? It wasn't my friend. I did it to my to my cousin who was younger than me. We would play Super Tech Mobile all the time, and my other cousin who was my age. I was always, I would usually beat him, my younger cousin, and my, my older cousin, we would go back and forth. You know, I'd win a couple in a row, he'd win a couple, whatever. But my younger cousin had never beaten me. And I want to say I was like 14 or 15. We're playing Super Tech Mobile, and he's like five years younger than me. So he was getting so lucky. And I had the power pack, the big ass brick plugged into the wall, the big black brick. And it was by my, where I was sitting at. And I, he was, he threw another touchdown pass on me. You know, you hear the, t- you know, and it was like the dudes doing the dance and the shit. And I was like, man, fuck this. And I just knocked it out of the wall. And instead I told him that I bumped it. <laughs> to this day, he gets so mad when I bring it up. He's like, you know, you knocked it out of the wall. I was like, no, nah, man, I bumped it. He just gives me a look like he wants to punch me. <laughs> and that's like one thing about the writing in this movie that's so good is it's just, it's so relatable to to people who are gamers. Like, I don't know. It's just like how, how we act. Like that's, that's one thing I really commend about the writing is just like they really made you feel like, you know, this is just such a watchable movie. They captured that gamer pettiness. They really, yeah. truly did that that shit where, you know, some motherfucker just runs up on you and drops a grenade. You know, it's just it's fucked up. But. Oh, shit. So they're all friends, too. So it makes it easy, you know. Yeah. On the writing, um, the scene where they go to the vegan restaurant and David Spade's the waiter. <laughs> Guy blow, yeah, guy. Shiloh, Shiloh. It's pronounced Shiloh. You said it wrong. It's Shiloh. <laughs> you <wanted laughs> And then Samantha, on her way out, apologizes. He's like, "You were sweet. You were sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a fun bit, man. That was one of my favorite. And a lot of the bits too were just like little things that I really, to this day, found funny. Like you know, like he's vacuuming his grandma's apartment. And there's like three dead cats under the and sofa. 
like just this little thing but it's so accurate <laughs> you know like you know there's some old person out there with multiple dead cats in their house that they don't know about um or like uh the the burning the hands on the oven pan like that makes me die every time man that shit is so funny i feel like everyone's had a situation like that at some point yeah or like he, a close yeah. call at least yeah when he's like used to using a microwave and he's like fucking stoned out of his mind and shit and like just he's like ooh dinner time and grabs it oh man i just love it it gets me every time uh the vegan restaurant bit was one of my favorite uh the the thing between jeff and uh and the silver fox it's got to be one of the, one of my favorite parts of this movie uh, the true the true heart of this film is the romance between these two <laughs> characters yeah like um i don't know I, the, I, outside of uh, nick swartzen's character jeff i'd have to say the next funniest person i would have to say i mean other than jp of course would have to be like you got to give some props to doris roberts grandma, grandma lily oh yeah she, she she throws down her lines so so like perfectly every time oh you know oh your little gaming thing with your friends oh you know it's just the way she just slides them in there with her betty white kind of kind of feel about her uh, every scene she's in, she's a fucking delight. Dude, I fucking love the part where she, like, and this is a good, I guess, a uh, natural way to move on to, like, our favorite performances in the movie, favorite actors, but, like, the part where, like, they're wasted because they drank, like, weed tea, which I'm not sure if that would work, actually, the science behind that, but nothing in this movie really makes sense and it doesn't need to, so. Um, but anyway, she, she, like, pulls her grandson in the room and she, like, chugs this beer and like burps and the way she like crushes the can just like gets me every time and then she's like i think i can hear my hair growing like i don't know and that shit's so that, funny that part's awesome yeah, she was she was a standout in this movie all all the old ladies were standouts like i think i've met like the old lady that was like taking pills all the time or like making smiley faces with pills on her plate and shit hey. dude i I knew a lady like that when I lived in Memphis, like straight up, like my, my girlfriend at the time's like grandmother lived in a sort of a, not an old person. So it was an apartment that a lot of old people lived in. There was a lady in that apartment that looked and acted exactly like this lady. It was uncanny. So I don't know. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really hard to just pick, because I mean, if we're talking about performances, I mean, everybody knocks out of the park from like the the smaller bit players to the to the bigger ones. I mean, hell, you got Rob Schneider in there, like what for like what two scenes maybe the entire movie? Yeah, he just as a Rob Schneider of a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, David Spade in there for one scene. Uh, Jonah Hill is in there for a couple of scenes. Yeah, I, I actually forgot Jonah Hill was in this, and this was before he got like bigger and more popular. It's right. really weird seeing him act alongside characters who never like grew any bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He was basically just a little bit better than an extra, right? He was just like barely a side character in this. And now he's like doing serious shit all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you look back to like 2006 too, like Alan, Alan Covert, um, who played Alex, you know, he was in a lot of Adam Sandler's movies, him and uh, Peter Dante, who played Dante, of course. Yeah, uh, the both of them were in like almost every one of Adam Sandler's movies. Uh, Alan Covert, who played Alex, hit one of his first movies, and I didn't realize it was him for for years and years. I mean, maybe like a few years ago, I realized it was him in Happy Gilmore. He's the caddy, but he has that huge beard, so you don't re- recognize him. If you watch it now, you're like, 
holy shit, that was him way back. That's Alex. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what? (laughs) I didn't know about that. Yeah, like so he would put him in all of his movies, but you just didn't recognize him because he had that thick ass beard. And he's like, he's like, oh, this hill's on a slope. He's like, no, you just have one shoe on. You know, he's like, (laughs) I I feel like we're on to the acting part already. So I'm just going to bring this up. Alex did not look 40 or 35. Man looked 45. (laughs) Yes. He looked old. I think that was the part of the joke, though. I thought thought that was part of like the movie. Like here's this older dude, even though he's only 35, he's still the old man in this like tech industry type of thing. He's the gray bush. Yeah, I want to know like what the transition for this guy was to like go from being an accountant, which I'm assuming takes about four years to get a degree for. Um, and then working in that job for a long time and then becoming a game tester, which I'm assuming also takes a few years to get trained for. Like, uh, how does that work exactly? I don't I don't know. <laughs> Can I just throw this out? Because I've been trying to do a bonus episode on it, but Employee of the Month follows the same premise where Dane Cook did like some serious job. Something happened. Now he's working at like a grocery store or a big box store. Like a Walmart? Yeah. Uh, like a Sam's Club. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like like the premise for how they set up Superstore too was like Jonah from that show was like in business school and then he went on to work at like Walmart or something because he didn't want to do it. Um, but yeah, we got to do Employee of the Month. We'll do that one next weekend. I've been one too. That's that's a fun one and it fits in our nine to five. This actually fits into our nine to five theme too, kind of. I guess. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. I was like, dude, they're in the office the whole time for the most part. I thought I thought that was like the the real therapy part of the crossover was we were bringing a nine to five movie yeah. mixed into the video game thing. Oh, yeah. It was 100%. There was, there was 100% planning and foresight on my end. I totally thought that up. I did bring that up to you. <laughs> sure. Mondo that was part too. of the pitch. <laughs> okay. So Mondo, whatever. I didn't think of shit. Mondo <laughs> thought of all of it. I, I think everyone knows. I'm not that. saying I thought of all of it. You said you didn't remember it. I'm just saying we thought. Oh, I don't. I don't remember much, man. Anymore. I'm. Old, I'm getting older old, now. You got old man syndrome already, and I'm the older person. I don't know. Too how early that. for that shit. I'm too <laughs> young to be getting old man syndrome. Um. Yeah. What else? Who else in this movie was a standout to you guys? Dante, um, of course. Yeah, fucking right? Dante, man. And and his uh, African friend, yeah, <laughs> who was in other movies too. Like I was just watching um, Blended. It was on TV. And my wife was watching it, so I sat down to watch that. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this movie. He's in there too. He's in a couple of movies. He just kind of sneaks in there. Dante or the witch doctor? Oh, uh, the witch doctor guy. Oh really? What's his name? I'm looking for him right now. There he is. Uh, Doctor N. If I can pronounce his name, but it's uh, Doctor Shakula. Dude, I love the part where he's like, smoke that shit, it'll give you antlers. And he's like, wait, lions hunt deer. And they're like, oh shit, man, we gotta be careful. (laughs) So fucking dopey. That's all we can do the whole time, man. We could just sit here and just rip off quotes over and over because that's how that's how good this movie is i just love the first time when they fit when you see dante he's just making the christmas tree in july fuck naked it's like Mm -hmm. the randomest thing you could ever do he's like you want to borrow my birthday suit he's like no brown's not really my color bro this is bronze your ass is your ass is tanner than my face i love that line (laughs) he was so tan man it was ridiculous it had to be like a rub on tan oh it had to be it had to be some bronzer just put that on also Um, i want to know how someone who like sits around and smokes weed all day is like cut like 
like fucking this like he's fucking like in such good shape he shouldn't have the 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 the, the will of the fortitude to want to get up and work out like that yeah I know. <laughs> i mean you'll be surprised i knew some stoners that were fit as hell and they will always like, yeah. smoke before like playing a soccer game or playing yeah. basketball i knew a guy yeah. that played basketball and he was super good when he was high he would just yeah. slice through the defense like he, he sucks like, sober so high. <laughs> what are we doing right now um yeah, I want to talk about JP just for a quick second because I I put the uh the the subtitles on on purpose because you miss so many jokes that just slip past you and I've seen this movie I don't, I can probably say and I'm probably undershooting this probably like 30 times over the course of my life. I'm really undershooting that probably. And there's lines that I noticed when I watched this recently with the subtitles on that I did not catch before. Like there's a there's a line that JP says in his robot voice. When he says, I want you to drink from my man faucet. I don't remember what? hearing that. He says, I, I remember that. He, he when does he say that? Drink from my man faucet. <laughs> when does he say that? I don't remember, but it's like, I remember seeing that. I was like, what? I yeah. What scene that was from? Um, I'm trying to look something up real fast. But yeah, he says he, that. And I'm like, what? What is that? And most of his like dirtiest shit comes when he's doing his robot voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like when he, when he like after he leaves Samantha's office a couple of times, you know. Uh, or he's in his he's in his office by himself, or whatever. He's like, Alex is fucking Samantha. And he's like, like Who's or, not? or when he's <laughs> riding like his Vespa around or whatever, his two wheeled thing, and oh, like you will be mine. And he like really he greets he he fucking gropes this like statue of a woman in a really creepy way. Yep, like everything he does. Thing. Oh yeah, it's a Segway. That's what he's writing. Yeah, yeah. A fun fact about that: uh, the cameraman during that sequence was uh, was was taping JP riding on the Segway around around the house or whatever around that room, and they had to cut that scene and and redo it because the cameraman ran into like a, a metal divider and hurt himself while he was following <laughs> him around the room. <laughs> Can we talk about that room for a second? Where the fuck was he? That was just like a pure white box with like six doors on each side of it. You know what it reminded <laughs> me of? The Matrix. Is- the, the um in the dark night like batman's like white room that he like kept all his shit in like that's what it kind of looked like which this was pre-dark night era i think actually yeah. you're saying they probably used the same room as for the dark night i mean it's just, <laughs> it's at least the same concept for a room this like really minimalistic like techie sort of white it looks like the inside of a fucking apple store if you removed all the furniture oh god apple stores are hell i guarantee he was trying it was like it was a callback to some kind of matrix shit that jp was trying to emulate or something you know yeah Yeah, that did happen in the matrix too didn't it they had that white room where like things was that was where they would test their skills or whatever Yeah. yeah man that that delight man like him getting ripped up by by different characters was so good yeah, he yeah, he really was great. I love this actor too, man. I've only seen him in a couple other things. He was uh he was on Bones for a really long time. He was one of the interns on Bones. Um and he he always plays like a really weird like fucking creepy character kind of. Um but he was also in a really low budget horror movie called Hatchet. He was the main character. Yeah, and dude here. Dude, that like the one about the kid going to Alaska, right? Of course. Yeah, obviously, you know, no, that's not what it's about. (laughs) Um, But like you, you guys got to watch hatchet, man. That shit is so fucking good. I mean, it's, well, it's terrible. Oh shit. He was in dodgeball. I was going to say, Oh shit. He was in the hottie and the naughty, which is the one with Paris Hilton. 
uh, he was an avatar. He's going to be an avatar two, three, and four. They're already giving him credit for these. Holy shit. Where Cameron even makes them. <laughs> like, Cameron's like, like, fuck it. I got all these ready to go. Um, yeah, he was in Shark Night, a bunch of like low budget movies and stuff. But yeah, he was in Dukes of Hazard as well. Can we stop making Avatar mo- like I I haven't they haven't even made a second one and I'm like can we stop? Can He's you just to make, make it like in a row? Can you just make it like an interactive VR experience instead of a movie? You know where oh, they want the money. No, he's making them all in a row. He has. If Avatar they wanted the money, they would release the second one by now. I feel like that's true. yeah, yeah. Second one comes out next year. Avatar three comes set up for what? What, what year did they say three was? Not to get off on a tangent with this. Twenty thirty. 20 no avatar 4 is 2025 so 3 must be 2023 i'm assuming because now they want money yeah (laughs) he's so he's trying to do them all in a row so he can drop them all back to back each year for the next three years or four years or whatever so anywho all right so so i want to jump back because i wanted to finish each each segment by asking the favorites so so did for writing did anyone have a favorite line in this movie like if you could like like one single line or one like could you could you get it the down? Nick Swartzen one when they're in the uh, Tommy's fast food restaurant. The which one? Which He's one? like, oh. I gotta. Can we go to your grandma's house? I gotta go to the bathroom. He's like, just go to the alley. Just pee in the alleyway. Pee for my ass. It's I like gotta, something I like gotta that. piss out of my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was a good one. Um. I think one of mine was so who wants to so here who wants to hear about my STD from the silent film era? Oh, that was the one I was gonna do. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. What does he say after that? I didn't write down the rest. Uh, you want to hear the story about sh- how she gave a hand job to Charlie Chaplin or something? No, he like said this chick's like fun zone smelled like the Great Depression or yeah, something. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he commented like, on her age and then he dropped that one. That was yeah. another good one. <laughs> There's too many, man. There's so many. I, I don't know if I can if I can name them all, man. It's like or just pick one. Uh, I feel like I felt like Nick Swartzen had like the one hitters in oh, the yeah. oh yeah. I wrote down like my favorite lines in the movie and like it's like 90% Nick Schwartz. Like, yeah, yeah but it's a yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car. Or, uh, I can't believe you came on my mom. Eat that frog dick, Timmy, eat it. And of course <laughs> the ever quotable shit's weak. I've it's quoted weak. that. Or the one is like <sighs> after after having sex with the old lady, he's like, should I have worn a condom? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's after he goes like, you were my first, and she said, you were my mm, three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> like damn. That's and now we know where the Avengers got "I love you" three thousand from. Mm. Well, I mean, there it is. No one. Uh, no one. I like. I like yeah, when Jeff. Yeah. Like. I like when he says, "What's up, douche Bigelow?" And then Alex, like, "Hey, speed racer, did did you valet your bed?" And then Jeff's like, "No, I self parked it in your asshole." <laughs> God, this so movie good. is a treasure trove of good lines. That's all there is. Or like JP mimicking, like, 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 um, what was it? He's mimicking JP. He's like, my name is JP. I am a robot. I like robots. I have a robot vagina. Like, <laughs> Jeff was making fun of him, like. It's so good. I so, think JP, my favorite line of JP's is when he walks up to Samantha and he's like, I want to get you a black cobra just right around the neck. Like, that's just such a great line. I don't know. It's so fucking good. <laughs> oh, and uh, I don't know this actor's name, but it was the only Asian guy in the movie. Um, but oh, the. Um, are you talking about Kane? 
His name's Kane, Kane. but his real name is Kevin. 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 You. Yeah, one of my favorite lines was his. Uh, he gives me a reason to live. Him and all those stank ass hoes. <laughs> Talking about that character, have you noticed that he has like the riciest car in the background? Yep. That made me laugh. He's like, oh, what a stereotype just to have like the most Japanese tuner car in the background. Yeah, it, it, it was a big time for Fast and the Furious Tokyo yeah. 2006. All right. So I apparently, mean, apparently Jeff, not Jeff, uh, Alex's character was supposed to have a sweet car. But by the time the budget got down to that point, they didn't they couldn't afford to like get in a sweet car for the for the movie for him to have. And Wait. so they, they, that's why he has a piece of shit in the movie because they were like, yeah, the, like they had already burned their budget on other stuff and they, they didn't like save it, like have enough money to buy it. Like I get a nice car for him for the movie. Wait a second. They gave, but they had the budget to buy Kane, a character Apparently. with like three lines, uh, the nice car. Apparently, I don't know who spent that budget, but that's what, that was a fun fact here. He like, had a Supra in the background, man. It just says Alex is driving such a pile of garbage car because the production was running low on money when it came time to get a car for his character like why was that like the last priority i guess but whatever it still makes it funny because he's like you know supposed to be 35 and living with his grandma his car is a piece of shit i think it kind of fit the motif better than like having a nice car so what if the actors just used their own cars in that movie and that was (laughs) kevin's like kane's actor kevin's real car (laughs) (laughs) that makes it funnier awesome so um so moving on to wrapping up performances like if you guys could pick one favorite per- one favorite character in this movie who would it be Man it's tough it's really a tie between Dante and Jeff for me for two different reasons but what are the what are the two different reasons So like Jeff Nick Swartzen has just has like the best lines in the movie so that's kind of why you want to lean toward him. But Dante is like kind of funnier with the dumb shit he says or getting the monkey and like just his character is just like really fucking stupid and it cracks me up every time. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I think mine is JP. Um, just it's so fucking weird. No one else in the world could have done it. I don't think like I, I don't think anyone could have filled that role like he did. He's just got that that something that fit for this movie. I don't know. Even when it everything he did with like, you know, trying to hide behind his leather jacket on the wall and like or like, you know How did he see me? Yeah. The way, the way he like ruffles his coat every once in a while, like just like I don't know, it cracks me up. I hate your face. Yeah. <laughs> or like when he pushes buttons on the computer, like everything he does is a robot. His little sidelines like uh I'm thinking about getting robot legs. It's dangerous, but worth it. What was the one line he said? Um, Does my music scare you? No, I just hate techno. Well, you wouldn't if you had robot ears. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck does it so mean? Fucking good. Oh my god. Uh, Mano, do you have a favorite character in the movie? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jeff. I know it's, it seems probably like an easy cop out to go with Nick Swartzen's character, but I would say him, um, and probably a close second with JP. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to Linda Car- Cardellini uh on that in this movie uh i loved her in uh freaks and geeks and some other movies that she's been in. obviously she was in uh captain america i'm not captain america and she was in endgame and uh, oh is that samantha yeah yeah samantha's character freaks and geeks was so awesome back in the day and so i've still been following her in different movies that she's been in and then also um there's one on netflix with her and christina applegate that they're in together that that season two of that season three of that's coming out can't think of the name of it right now dude she was so good playing a drunk and when she was singing Push It. Like, 
Yeah. That was, that that, the, that was like Jim Leahy shit. Dude, that, that is the goddamn cringiest part of this movie. Like, I just, it makes me cringe every time I watch it. I'm just right, like, oh. why, why you got to cringe about salt, salt and pepper being here? What's yeah. going on? It's more about just someone drunkenly making a fool of themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and maybe thinking back to times when I have done that in the past as well. Um, Dude, like, uh, go to karaoke. That's a Wednesday night, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All night. But yeah, she was she was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I have to go with Jeff on that. With you the said she was MVP. Captain America, though. You said no. She was in. She she plays Hawkeye's wife. Oh shit, she does. God yeah, damn, she's in, she's in a lot of stuff, dude. A lot of stuff over. She's the been year. in a lot of Joss Whedon stuff. Now that I think about it. Oh yeah, Dead to Me is a good one. It's on Netflix. Came out in 2019. Uh, they have season three coming up here soon. But she's really good in that. Her and Christina Applegate play great characters off of each oh, other. Fuck yeah, Dead to Me. That show is awesome. Mm-hmm. Really but if you never got into freaks and geeks that is the that is the chef's kiss the, the cast in that you got james franco you got everybody in that show um seth rogan seth rogan's in it i mean if you never saw you this got, show, the guy who plays gilfoyle uh on silicon valley yeah jason siegel's in it yeah um, fuck. I miss jason siegel where the hell has he been uh man probably getting ready for another muppets movie who knows <laughs> that that show was so ahead of its time like if that show had been made just like six years later like it would have it wouldn't have gotten canceled so fast but it was just such a goddamn good show but i don't think comedy yeah. had caught up to that yet even shia labeouf is in there uh for like a, a season or i think of that oh i think really? from uh forgetting sarah marshall he plays herbert the mascot that's jason siegel the guy oh is that jason siegel yeah. okay yeah, even he's in there, but yeah, Charlotte Buff's in there. There's a that, that show is so good. I might have to go back and watch it again. Jose, you got a favorite character in this one? I have two. <clears throat> of course, it's uh, Jeff Nick Swordson. He's just the perfect side character for that movie, and um, the grandma. She was awesome all out. Yeah. She was perfect. She every time she she would just like put the spotlight on her, like, and she didn't even try. I feel like she was just the perfect. <laughs> set for that movie and they really like i it's funny that none of us have said like the main guy which what's the actor's name that and the character's name alex is a character but yeah he's not that good in it honestly i mean he's whatever i think it's just alan uh i think it's because like the movie is sort of told from his perspective so a lot of his stuff is just like how any normal person might react to this crazy shit happening around them so I don't think he was, even though he's the center of it, it's like, I don't know. The movie's sort of more told about like his relationships with all the people. You're basically looking like through his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I just, I don't know how to put it. I feel like the actor didn't deliver much with it. He was kind of dull, like on just his, his stuff, his lines. Yeah. When he was delivering them. They did really get that grandma grandson relationship good like that was how i was with my grandma you know like i don't know that's just they they got that whole thing down pat too that that was one thing i really enjoyed um that's cool uh so cinematic experience on this this is going to be like direction which really i feel like i don't know man like it was all right it didn't really matter much in this movie but also just like the set pieces and you know the 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 props and the fucking the the rooms that they set up the environments the offices fucking everything so like we can talk about that for a little bit yeah i feel like the set pieces are kind of where the movie 
shined for me at least when they'd be walking through the company and you just see the games like that their companies released one of them was like canada must die and it, which was like a call of duty ripoff and then you had gay robot which is just a gundam with like a bunch yeah. of pink spikes shooting out <laughs> <Yeah. of it. laughs> that always yeah. made me laugh when i saw that uh, and then like, or Nick Swartzen's computer, his background, his screensaver, whatever is like the rock's body with his face photoshopped on top of it. And that, that killed me. Uh, just like, yeah, dumb shit like that. Or the posters I had in the cubicle. I thought that was all really well put together. Yeah. I always like, this was what made me like want to be a graphic designer. Uh, Cause I always wanted to work in an office like that with like games and like ping pong tables and you know, just all that shit. And I actually worked in a place like that for, for years, but um, it just, that shit does not pay very well, but it was, it's, it was really fun. But yeah, they really got that office down. They just made it seem like a kind of a playground for nerds, um, which was really cool. And Dante's fucking basement was awesome. I just want to like pause it and look at all the things he has in his basement and shit. Dante. I know this isn't cinematic experience for backtracking a bit, but Dante and Alex's relationship is like, what Pineapple Express would have been if Seth Rogen wanted to hang out with James Franco. Yeah, it really would have. Yeah. It did feel like very Pineapple Express. This this movie kind of paved the way for that, I think. Yeah, there there were some cool like establishing shots. Like they kept showing this shot of the office from the outside looking up at it and they would like move the camera. Like I thought that was set up pretty pretty well. That was a shot that I was like, oh, that was those directed kind of nice too. Um the grandma's house was another really great set piece with the fucking like grandfather clock that just wakes Alex up and Alex is like, stop, please just stop. Like that shit cracked me up, man. I loved it. Mondo, did anything stand out to you about like cinematic experience set pieces, anything like that? Um, no, just everything felt natural as far as like every, from scene to scene, hanging out in Dante's basement to hanging out at Jeff's grandma's house in the, in the living room, you know, finding the dead cat under the, under the, under the, 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 the couch and stuff like that. It's just, it's just, it felt like places that you could, you would actually hang out at or be at if you were hanging out with a friend's house or they pop over to your place or if you meet up somewhere, everything felt natural. Like you really would see these characters hanging out in these places, going to get, you know, a bite to eat or whatever it felt like every scene was 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 really like well thought out or if it wasn't really well thought out it was made to feel very natural and and i I like that the most about the movie because i felt like i could be in that movie hanging out with my friends doing all that same shit it felt really relatable so i like that the most about the movie yeah when i think about like the way they sort of constructed this too is like you see all these different places like you see dante's basement you see like the office right you see you see like the grandma's house and like they all kind of come together in that last party scene, which is really fun just to see all of these elements sort of combine into one place or whatever. And like all these weird worlds colliding that wouldn't normally collide. Uh, that last party scene was just bomb, man. It was just so much fun. Like I just love watching it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the grandma said to the dude. He's like, well, you don't get any of the, of the Admiral Crackers, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. She goes like, uh, <laughs> she has a crush on Admiral Crackers or whatever. And the guy goes like, oh, well, I don't see that. So she takes a bowl of cereal out of his hand. Then you don't get any. Yeah. No, she's like, he's so cute. I wish he'd just jump off the box and play with us. And yeah. the guy's like, oh, I guess I'm not high enough to get that joke. And And she's like, well, I guess you don't get any fucking cereal then, nerd. Yes. Yeah, sucks <laughs> for you, nerd. <laughs> She's so good. It's like like the I hate to go back again, but it's like when she was in the room and he's like like sleeping. She's like, oh, help me. 
You let yeah. me, you let me die. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Grandma. She, she fucks does. with her, her grandson. <laughs> yeah, she pops up like, ah. <laughs> uh, she's so good, but yeah. Um, overall enjoyment of this movie, man. I don't know. Like, I, I there's not much to talk about here. Like, I think like you can watch this movie probably 20 times and and catch different shit that they throw in there it's it's got to be one of my all-time favorite comedy movies um so i don't know it's it's like a solid 10 on overall enjoyment for me not that we're like rating in these categories or whatever but i i, I could watch this again right now and i would be fine i um uh, i gotta point out something weird though at that party scene the next morning everyone leaves except samantha yeah, i thought that was weird well, everybody except for uh, Samantha. And Nick Swartzen, yeah. Uh, when, well, yeah, he's there too, but also you forget that Jonah Hill is still there sucking on with that. His, uh, with his milkmaid. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, Ben, did you watch the unrated version? I the did. Big... Fuck you. Okay. Thank you very much. I, I paid $10 to buy it on Prime. Same. So I, I bought it for four bucks on Jay's CD well, and Hobby. Damn. Well, the girl, the girl that he's messing around with, I think her name is Milkmaid in the show, in the movie, but her real name is Heidi Hawking. I think the funny thing is he's just sitting there <laughs> sucking at her teeth and she's just eating a bowl of cereal like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, whatever. Let him do what he wants. She's okay. got to, like, replenish the milk, right? That's how it works. <laughs> is she has to, like... She's so yeah, nice let's just say that. That's, so that's nice science. I, my understanding of how science works. Just the human anatomy. Yeah. Life, life finds a way, Jose. Life finds life, a way. Life for finds sure. a way. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I would say like I, I enjoy the shit out of watching this film, man. Like it's, it's a pastime for me. I think it's, it's like my favorite uh, Happy Madison movie, too. I don't know. Can you guys think of other Happy Madison movies? Like whenever I think of Happy Madison movies, I think of like Big Daddy or like Little Nicky or like, and they're good. But like this has got to be like top tier sort of comedy uh, for Happy Madison for me. I don't know. Can you guys yeah. think of any that would stack up to this? Is Happy Gilmore Happy Madison mm. or is that before? Uh, I think that is. I think Happy Gilmore is. I think Happy Kil- Gilmore might be up there for me. Yeah, I have to agree with if that. If it is. So Happy Madison movies, we got Grown Ups, Hubie Halloween. That's an all-time great. I mean, I think we can all say... You know, Hubie Hubie Halloween is like the next Citizen Kane, right? I don't think like, we can say that. I haven't seen it. It's a it's a piece of shit. Don't watch it. Uh, grown up, <laughs> grown ups too. Just go with it. Little Nikki, the ridiculous six was Happy Madison. Uh, Fifty first dates. That's my boy. Click, See, click. I think that's for you right now. Put this to bed. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Mr. Deeds. I, oh, okay. Boy, I mean, it, it, or maybe, maybe slightly edged out. Mm. Joe Dirt. He's pretty good. Jo- oh Dirt. shit, Joe Dirt, number Joe one Dirt. decided. Oh. Life's a garden. Dig it. Pretty good. It's pretty good. The animal with Rob Schneider. Oh god, that movie is. Uh... <laughs> oh, That's god. Rough I realize how many movies he has actually made under this, under this, under his uh, the com- his company, whatever. Oh yeah, there's there's tons. Uh, but looking through it, I don't know. For me, anyway. Yeah, it would it would have to be either Joe Dirt or this. Those are my two favorites out of all of them. Yeah, this is also one of those movies like from the early two thousands that you could still watch it now and it's still relevant. Like it's it aged well. It really did. Like it it never stops having the same yeah. effect on me. 
it still puts a smile on your face no matter how many times you see it you'll still stop what you're doing and watch it if it's ever on which i doubt will will ever ever be on anywhere but it's a good movie it's all in all i enjoyed this movie it reminds me of back in the days and like with my friends just shooting this shit and just going back and forth with each other yeah for sure That's all the movie is just just them just sitting around fucking with each other in different settings you know yeah nico where are you at on overall enjoyment on this thing i liked it are we giving numbers or ah uh, no just no i mean you can uh, if you want to i guess no i liked it yeah I, you know i don't want to give a number uh it, it's good it's <laughs> give a number it's, i want a it's number. like a movie that uh, you could definitely rewatch. i liked it uh it captures like it's weird watching shit from like between 2002 and like 2011, 12. Cause that's like when I was a teenager growing up and it's just like, this is how I talk to people. This is, you know, it, it it's kind of nostalgia. Yeah. It takes me back. I need you to quantify your enjoyment for me. Quantify these nuts. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. Adam. <laughs> that calls for a rap air horn. I've been holding off on the sound effects all this entire time, but Nico forced he literally forced. Nico, I'll respond to you with this. He's like, <laughs> <"Daisy."> <laughs> you get the uh, No, that's cool. I, I agree with you on that though, uh Nico. There's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up in this. I I instantly remember where I was when I first started watching, which I was living in Memphis, hanging out with a totally different crowd of people. Um, but it's, you know, it's just a nostalgia thing for me. It, it, it reminds me of the good times from years ago. So, uh, Mondo, what about you for overall in German? I know you fucking love this movie. Dude, I, I can watch this movie any day of the week, any time of day, have it on in the background while I'm doing something else, watching it, not watching it. This movie is great. If I see it on TV and I'm flipping through the channels or something like that, and it's, ha- it's halfway over, I'll put it on anyway. I don't care. Uh, unless I'm watching something else, of course. But flipping channels, obviously, I'm I'm good. Let's do it. Uh, I love this movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm giving it. A, if we give it a number, it's the highest number you can give it. Otherwise, I really enjoy this movie. It's an eight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the max. <laughs> I give it a hard eight. <laughs> but yeah, I love it, man. I, whatever, whatever you want to say about it, you can say what you want. But this is a good. This is a good time. No matter, you know, no matter, no matter when you watch it. That's cool. I, I totally agree, man. So you guys want to rate this thing one at just straight up one out of ten scale? Nico. I thought we weren't doing that. I thought we just oh, said we weren't doing that. We aren't rating the categories, you motherfucker. We're rating the movie so it'll show up on our scoreboard. Uh, you, you may as well not even come over here and ask me. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a ten, man. It's good. It's 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 golden. It's, it's perfect. What it, more it, do you need? It really is like nearly perfect. I ah man, I don't know. I'm going to give it a nine for me. I think it's, it's like nearly perfect. I don't know. It's at the end of the day, it's like a fucking stoner romp. So I don't know if I can give a stoner romp a 10 out of 10. Out of anything. I, can't think, I can't think of a bad thing to say about it though. So why would I give it a lower score? I can't think of one bad thing to say about the movie. Honestly, like it's just good, mindless fun. Turn your brain off. Let it, let it do its thing and just sit there, relax, chill. Don't worry about it. Yeah. To me, <laughs> in my mind, I'm rating it like, against every movie i like sort of and it's like oh okay no, like i'm just trying so, to encapsulate just a single thing about this one i'm not trying to compare it to anything yeah but you know? i'm i'm damn close to perfect man i think it's a nine out of ten i which is a respectable score uh jose if you had to rate this one to ten what would you rate it i have to give it a ten as well it's a super good movie 
God damn it. Uh, Nico, what are we doing here? I got I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a seven, which when you think about it, I gave Nightcrawler a five and I gave this a seven. So like, that's pretty good. Right. Mm-hmm. That's you what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say anytime. You got to get me rubbing that Nightcrawler shit in my face, <laughs> motherfucker. Every, he got every, six every goddamn week, he's like, I gave Nightcrawler a five. Even that's being nice. Okay. love it. <laughs> well, Ben, you just like jizzed your pants when you announced your 10 on that episode. I had to like let the air out of you a little bit. Whoa. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, he just killed you. I feel like there's some pent up aggression against me here. That, that, <laughs> there's, there's not. This I don't think real, there is. This is I, real therapy. We're supposed to work this shit out. We need to start. We need to start rating shit on the Nico scale and just call it a day. We need to figure out the, like the acronym for this and just change right. it all this, up. In this crazy I world, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck the Nico scale is. That, that's why we got to figure it, it out. We got like, work to do, Nico. You and me. Put the hard hat on. Just let me like, know what you want to do. <laughs> you don't want to know, man. The Nico scale is like the inside of Pandora's box. You know, we don't need to open it. We don't. <laughs> you, know, you can't close that box. You can't unring that bell. But I will say uh, this has gotten the highest aggregate score of any film on the main show ever, which this oh, is. I didn't know you were putting it on there. I thought we were just talking like just for just shits and giggles over here. I mean, if this we were is like, being... legit rating it, I don't know if I would have gave it a 10 for that. But Yeah, this see, is... exactly. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? You can't. I, I, didn't know you were, I didn't know this is going in like our aggregate score and all that stuff. And you're going to put it in there. It's like, being it's released like... on our main feed. Like, of course, I'm putting it in the spreadsheet. Well, fuck on. it. I already put it on wax now. I'll just leave it out there. 10. You, you, Great. You feel how you feel, man. It's a 10 for you. <laughs> Nico's like, it. don't do it, man. If, like, if Nico can give a, a perfect movie a five, then you can give an imperfect movie a 10. And you're both wrong. That's cool. You know, it's all right. I, I love you guys for it. You know what? I'm just, fuck I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way, you guys. <laughs> I, this is this is what happens, Jose. Is I'm just constantly poking and prodding people until <laughs> they lash out at me. Um, I mean, it's normal for you. I, come on, I've you, known you, you for, know a way for a while. Yeah, yep. yeah. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I'm here to do. Let's make a shirt that just says "Fuck you, Ben." We should. <laughs> we should give one to the whole world along with their stimulus package. They get a shirt that says "Fuck you, Ben." That's Ryan Gosling <laughs> sucks on the back. God, fuck you, man. Ryan Gosling <laughs> is awesome. God damn it. For someone that like, I don't know. You you kind of look a little Ryan Gosling ish. I you know. It's for some- I think that's why he doesn't Ryan like Ryan Gosling ish. <laughs> Are you, you got, kidding you got, me? You got the short look, hair and the beard. First of all, I'm, you know. first of all, I'm a Daniel Radcliffe of anything. Okay, uh, I can see this. Okay, a little bit. Right. I can so see a little bit. So we know that you're Daniel Radcliffe and Mondo is, what's his name? <laughs> Lamorne Morris. So, Jose, what, what about you? I have Do no you, idea, man. Do you, do you no guys, idea. There, the, you don't look like this guy at all, but sometimes he delivers lines. He's on Superstore, and he's like this big, like shaggy dude that works in the back that has a beard. He, he played Santa. He's, he's Hispanic, I know. Like, I don't know if you guys remember him at all. Um, but his mannerisms and stuff kind of remind me of Jose sometimes a little bit. Uh, I'm going to tell you who Jose reminds me of. And I, I call, I used to call him this at work once in a while. Uh, I used to call him baby Joker. Oh, baby Joker <laughs> from next Friday. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. Jose, okay. He would come to work with his beanie on. He have it on. He have it on pulled on so nice. Like, and he he had one. Eh? Yes. But I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and not because that, you're Hispanic and he's Hispanic. Just because you you would do that to me at work and walk up to me, I'd be like, dude, come on, baby Joker, what are we doing right now? <laughs> oh, with the flannel on it too, everything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Geared out. Is yeah, that yeah. a Miller High Life hat you got there? No, this is um tattooed something. Low life. life. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? Uh, this I have no idea. I got it as a Christmas gift like two years ago, a year ago. I think my tattoo shop was selling, the place that I get tattoos at sells those. That yeah, they probably do. It's a tattoo website, Tattoo Ink, I think. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Um, what about me? If I, if I had to be a character from a movie, you are the six foot five Rupert Grint to my Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I even read it. <laughs> He had Fuck that already. You, the fucking ginger. <laughs> He's looking at the fucking ginger. <laughs> he was as he looked it up. I was like, he doesn't know. You're that. such a piece of shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. That's Unbelievable. Then I think he deserves the dickhead song for that. What do you think? I think he does. All right. Why you being a dickhead fool? Stop being a dickhead. Like I just I just picture that that meme of the white cat like bopping its head with music that's been going around when you play that. Um, so this movie gets a ninety percent aggregate score. I think well Jesus. deserved. I dude, I think like what you think it's a ten, man. I, uh, I know, hold I on. I I want to know what does Rotten Tomatoes give this? It, oh, wow. Metacritic gave it like a thirty three. It was low when it came out. It wasn't good. And it's 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 a cult classic now. So yeah, the rating it, got higher. It went the way of like uh, Office Space. It didn't it didn't do shit at them at the box office. And then they made all their sales afterwards in DVD sales. So I think they they did six million in the box office when they were in the movie theater. And then they made fifty million on DVD sales subsequently after that going forward because everybody loved the movie. And audiences gave this an eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. I think we're ninety percent for us is kind of we're pretty close to to what audiences give this movie, uh, right. which we're not fucking critics here. We are audiences. Uh, we don't do this professionally, so that you know, I think we're, I think we're on par with about what everyone else gives this movie. Nico is always bringing us down to earth uh, with his lowering the bar a little bit. Man, and we gotta have like someone it. like that. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Unless it's a terrible movie like Human Centipede, in which case he rates it way too high. Um, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, man. I you... can't think of a movie I'd really rate like 10 out of 10. What about that one with Steven Yen that you just recently watched? Minari? Yeah, uh, I can't give that movie a rating. That movie is just like weird. It's such a human story. I love it. It, I don't know, dude. It's not like a movie you rate. You know, what I mean, you just watch it and you experience it and you feel for like these that. people. Like that, dude. Answer. I'm gonna make you rate that. Someday. That's deep. That's just. Yeah. So I, I I'm watching it soon. It's like it's it's close on my queue. I keep saying that, but I'm going to. Um. All right. So I guess that'll that'll cap off the real therapy portion of this. Uh, we got some emails backed up from Glitch Therapy. We got to answer. Mono's going to field those. Well, yeah. Nothing too away, crazy Mono. to the couple that I that I, that I have here. Um, oh wait, real quick. My favorite game, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me hit that real quick. Sorry. Um, I I kind of thought of this earlier, and I was like, shit, I can't be this basic. But fact of the matter is, I am this basic. <laughs> it's fucking Skyrim, through and through vanilla modded the fuck out extended edition i don't give a shit i lo- i play that game all day if i could i the only like i never played it when it came out but um and i've tried to play it like but i it's that thing where like when i tried to play it 
video games had already progressed so far past that graphics wise so it was hard to get into the map is like so hard to read like the map is useless in that game you need uh, mods dude you just need to mod the fuck out of it yeah and i hate modding games i feel like but i but um but it paved the way for games that i really love like fallout 4 and stuff like that other the bethesda went on to make so i'll i'll inevitably be super into the next one that comes out for sure but that's that's a good pick for a favorite game there's a re- there's a reason that's a that's a basic answer is because everyone fucking loves that game. It's a good it's, game. <laughs> it's the pumpkin spice latte of favorite games. Ooh, pumpkin Ooh. spice. See that? How See that? You. That's the reaction you get. How dare you? No, I never played Skyrim though. So, but I do like pumpkin spice. Yeah, Jose, that's not really your your bag. That that game is it? No, it's not. No. Cyberpunk, I thought was going to be one of my favorite games, but look at that shithole. I liked it. I liked it. It just, eh, I don't know. I'll probably love I I shouldn't say that because I haven't finished it. I, I, it'll hit me different when I'm in the mood for it. Anyway, Mondo, you want to answer some uh, glitch emails? Yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple of these have been in the been in the in the chamber for a little bit, so we'll just run through these. Um, we got a question here: What snack can you guys not be trusted to eat while gaming or watching movies? Basically, you know that you're gonna just fuck that shit up. What do you? What can you not be trusted to eat while you're gaming or watching a movie? Nico, you got a look on your face. It's like any snack. If you're going to put food in front of me, it's going to go down. But, but, yeah. but what's the thing that, like, if you are planning a gaming night with your buddies or a movie night with some friends and they're coming over, what's the snack you got to have? Or what's the thing you got to have on hand? Oh, Even just by yourself, man. It's just going to be, it's chocolate, bro. It's fucking chocolate. Toblerone's. Dove chocolate, fucking mm. Kinder, anything's those those Kinder Bueno bars. Those Kinder Bueno bars are the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Chocolate, it is. Jose, what about you? Um, I got two. The most basic one is a bag of Doritos. Yes. And then the second one, for especially for movies, the Reese's uh, peanut butter bites. Ooh. Okay. All right. Good job. Those, those are good. good. Those are good. Uh, man like just east coast style new york pizza man that's not really a snack food but like it's the hardest thing for me to like plan my my cheat meals and stuff because you can't buy that shit by the slice here and so i have to order a whole pizza and then i eat a whole pizza um so (laughs) you know like it's not good um so yeah new york new york style pizza that's my jam man that shit you can fold and and eat like you could actually get slices in the taste of new york yeah but i live far from there uh but dude that's the best pizza place in town dude if you're folding your pizza then what you're looking for is a calzone no that's different okay ben wyatt uh that's not the same thing i'm not the one who would pick one over the other uh wait do you, do you know who I'm referring to with Ben Wyatt? Yeah, I've seen uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's super into calzones. Yeah, no, it's different though. Like calzones are like <laughs> they're 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 sewn shut. <laughs> That's going to be your <laughs> argument for the difference. I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what is why? <laughs> what? You're like it's just because these are sewn shut. I'm like, well, like oh it's God. like different. They're like heartier. Completely like, changes the flavor, dude. No, it's it's, it's like they're 
they're structured just completely differently. Okay, man, listen. <laughs> Apple's too no, no, We're not a food podcast, okay? I'm not going to argue the anatomy of pizza versus a calzone right now. <laughs> a four-story building is different than a two-story building. Okay, guys? Yes. It is. <laughs> it's, what are you talking about? It is. I hear this argument. No, I don't. Let's, let's <laughs> keep it moving. Mondo, what's your favorite snacking foods? Oh uh, man, one of my favorites to do while I um while I'm gaming or whatever, sometimes uh, maybe some pizza rolls, man. Quick and easy. I can pop them bitches in the oven, take about six to seven minutes. Don't go longer than that unless you want your shit gushing out. Okay, don't do that. Don't that's that's poor, that's poor form. Okay. Get your shit together. All right. Pizza rolls. I will uh, destroy some pizza rolls. I will fuck them. Same. Okay. If they get the, if you get the individual boxes, don't even do that. Just get the big ass hundred pin bag. Just don't don't fuck around. Let's just get after it and get it done. I mean, Make like, smart choices. I, if I'm gonna live like a low life, I'm gonna live like a low life and eat hundred and ten pizza rolls in one sitting. I'm not saying in one <laughs> sitting, but get the big bag, okay? It'll go away, okay? That's all I'm saying. It's all worth it. Yeah. So I'd say pizza rolls for sure. I got to go in that top slot, that number one slot. Uh, I like the I like trolleys like gummy the the sour gummy worms. I will fuck those up. Very berry is my favorite. Uh, quick story about that. I I bought a five pound bag of them on Amazon a while back, and my wife was like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" And I was like, "Why the fuck wouldn't I?" And over the course of a couple of months, I proceeded to eat all those fucking gummy worms. Oh. Uh, you know, a handful at a time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you <laughs> ate it all in one sitting. No. God, I'd have diabetes instantly. It'd just be like, just look, yes. up, look down and it's just like, it's here. You're going to be like Turk from Scrubs <laughs> getting diabetes from that shit, man. Like, oh, dude. That's, about, that's what my wife was telling me. She's like, dude, are you asking for diabetes? I was like, can I get it later so I can have my fun now? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I love candy, though. I can't help it. I'm oh, sorry. yeah, me too. Like trash fire for candy. Yeah, um, I think the other thing I'm going with Nico and go with chocolate. I like getting the Hershey Kisses with the almonds in the middle, the gold Ooh, wrapper ones. Yes. Yeah, I just bought a bag of those and uh, it's almost gone. And that was like a couple of days ago. So yeah, maybe I should go into candy rehab. I don't know. We'll you like to mix nuts into your into your chocolate? I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not sure. If yeah, we can, man. I don't. I don't know if we can continue this friendship. Why had Snickers? So, so let me ask you this: Are you like a plain Hershey bar kind of guy? I'm just any kind of chocolate. Just don't put nuts in my brownies, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, wow, come on. Like, I, if I'm trying to be healthy, I'll eat some almonds. And if I'm trying to be unhealthy, I'll eat some chocolate. But you never have walnuts in your brownies. Walnuts Hell no. Brownies. God no. We go break this tie. You nuts and chocolate. Nico, come to the dark side and hang out. I come to the one. dark side. I, yeah. I like to keep my nuts separate from my chocolate. Thank you. So you just you just had I, to divide us, didn't you? So, hey, hey, I, why <laughs> would I want? Listen, something smooth and velvety, velvety like chocolate just doesn't go with something hard and crunchy like a nut. It's, it's very true, man. It's very true. Are you about this? And we're gonna put a pin in that shit. We can come back to this shit. I'm gonna come bring that back up on real. You wait. I got your yeah. back. I got your back. <laughs> it's gonna follow you from podcast to podcast. <laughs> Just me walking up behind the nutting. That's what yeah. I'm calling the it. Nutting. The nut. I feel like that's going to take us to some really bad places. I feel like somebody might already own that one. It's not going to be a movie that we can watch together necessarily. <laughs> um, I might have to search the dark web for that title. Oh man. Um, so with so recently with uh, Super Mario Land opening over in uh, the theme park opening over in Japan. Um, this year, what video game would you like to see made into its own theme park and why? Now, Nico, I, I got a feeling that uh, yours has already been chosen. If you can go to 
If you can go Skyrim to land. Skyrim. <laughs> I guess. You'd be at home. You'd be right at home. All right. Hear me out, though. Okay. Final Fantasy land. And that's just because I've been playing FF7 for so long. And this is just so I can pitch this. This is a land where all the swords are giants and all the boobs are humongous. It's basically... Yeah. Don't you know how power scales work? Why do you think Tifa and Cloud are the strongest in yeah. FF7? The bigger the boobs, the stronger you are. I don't know if You've entered a level of nerdiness that I am not comfortable with yes. proceeding into. Hey, listen, there's some stereotypes about Japanese games that just, you got to deal with them. Giant mm-hmm. swords are one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And power-ups, yeah. blunt air. So I will give Nico credit on this because you, I don't know if you know this about me, but Final Fantasy is probably my all-time favorite franchise uh, as far as that goes. And Final Fantasy VII is probably my all-time favorite game. So to say that, I'm on board completely, and I forgive you for the chocolate comment for now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make you hate me. FF4 is the best Final Fantasy. Mm, okay, so are we talking Japan 4 or American 4? Japan 4, of course. Okay, so that was American, what, 3? I'm thinking six. Yeah, 3, because they skipped yeah. 3. Okay, originally. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I like 3. 3 is probably my second favorite, you know? So I'll take, it. I'll take that one. I'm with you on that. Uh, let's see jose you got an answer for this um do i have an answer it's kind of hard i i don't know if you guys just technically like any vr type of game will make a good world it's not not like whatever and i feel like i feel like you can agree with me with this one like a sort out online just Mm -hmm. bring me to a world like that Okay. See, when you said VR game, I thought you were talking about like that Hot Shots one or like the Beat Saber game. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to turn that into a theme <laughs> yeah, park? Like, how are you living in that world? It's a VR like, RPG, any VR, any RP, play basically any role playing game. I'm down for whatever. It's hard to choose because almost any game that I choose, I'm in fucking danger of dying. So, yeah, this is yeah. true. I thought you play like Forza or some shit. You can just race cars. No, I could just do that right now in real life. Shit. Yeah, you got the what Knoxville racetrack, like what forty minutes out. Yeah, or just in an empty highway. Or yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Nice. Then <laughs> what you got? Uh, I was I was just thinking about my answer to this. You really have to have a game that's like an open world RPG to have a theme park pick because it has to be a game that's like has enough of a world built around, like you know. We can't have a Forza Horizon, you know, because it's just going to be a car show, right? Um, yeah, basically. So, man, I, I got two, I guess. Um, the Batman Arkham Knights, it would be really cool to have, like, a Gotham City theme park. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You could do a lot with that, with Batman's ethos and stuff. Like, there would just be so much material you could pull from. And you could base it off of the game, too. Those, those games are big enough, like, size-wise, that you could build a decent theme park off of it. I um, mean, it would draw a crowd. Uh, but otherwise, I think it would be really cool to have like an adult theme park that was like not like a triple X adult theme park, but just like a theme park for adults based around the cyberpunk world. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun too. like having actual street races that people can watch uh, and random like sex shops. Like So just just there's just dildos there's, on there's just everywhere. dildos everywhere just on the street hanging out. Is cyberpunk again? What is what is happening? <laughs> no, that's those in cyberpunk you find. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you had a cyberpunk theme park, like that's what yeah, yeah that's what you would have. Well, 
talking about a theme park in Japan. Um, they also have not game related, but they have an Attack on Titan theme park. Oh, do oh, they really? Oh, yeah, I need, I, need to, I need to finish the new season of that. Thank you for reminding. I me. just need to go to Japan and go to yeah. theme parks. Fuck yeah, man! If I could yeah. go to any foreign country right now, it would be Japan. Japan just, is a fuck around. They yeah, man, they just did a life size Gundam model that moves and everything. That's like awesome. all the yeah, hold up. Can we talk about that for a second? It's 2021, and I still don't see Gundams patrolling around town outside my window. <laughs> I need Disappointment. That in my life. I need that wrong. in my life. We did it wrong. That's why. When yeah. I was 11, I was promised Gundams. Okay. Same here. Where are we at? Do you, do you want them? I feel like that could head in a very bad direction. Fuck yeah, I want them. Yeah, man. <laughs> they like, have we got the space force. They should have Gundams in space now. Right. Having beam rifle battles and fucking Yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah, buddy. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else to say about that. It's just that. And Jose has triggered it. Oh yeah. Oh. Fucking yeah. Oh. If you keep playing, I'm gonna keep shaking my shoulders. Yeah, you get the shoulder. Doing, uh, yeah, you look like you're ready to party. You look like you're at somebody's bat mitzvah or whatever. Or at a- <laughs> like I'm coming up to him, like, yeah, pass me that drink. <laughs> Did you say pass me that dreidel? Drink? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I, didn't, I don't know if you said it or not. It's funny. <laughs> he said bat mitzvah, so I heard. I heard you say pass me that dreidel. Somebody's wedding reception. <laughs> Uh, you just finished your prime rib. Now he wants to shimmy on people. Fair enough. Uh, ben, oh, no. what, 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 was, what was yours again? Uh, either Cyberpunk or the Batman Arkham. The just Batman make Batman. like a Gotham Park theme park. What about you? Ben wants a dildo land. Yep, I do. I more than anything, I do. I mean, look like some some uh, some Dr. Seuss type like trees pushing through with just dildos. Though. There's there's dildo trees everywhere. The the dildos literally grow on trees in this world. <laughs> <laughs> God, considering that negativity that's coming with that stuff, probably wasn't the best example, but whatever. I've, I've found our show bumper, by the way, is just <laughs> dildos. Yeah, it's the bumper. Dildo, the dildos grow on trees. The plentiful land of dildos. All right, for for mine, dude, I'm gonna pick two. I got a horror one and one that's like more of like something the de- near and dear to me. The near oh, and I know dear your horror thing. one. The near and dear for me is gonna be a Mass Effect theme park gotta have a mass effect theme park i mean who doesn't want a great space opera that's not star wars but in some ways a lot cooler than star wars and so oh yeah let the nerds come for me i guess but whatever imagine a theme park where you get to go around telling everyone what your favorite store is yeah right (laughs) i mean let's do it Can can i guess your horror one sure is it resident evil no but that's a, that is a good one. That's a very oh. good one. This one, I don't think you've played it before, but I think you should check it out. It's a 360 uh, game. If you have Game Pass, you should be able to play all three of them. It's going to be Dead Space. I need a Dead Space theme park. Oh, that would be cool. Ooh, yes. The Halloween special, especially. That would be Dead awesome. Space is such an underrated like horror franchise that I hope gets rebooted or gets a fourth game or comes back. I know that studio would love to do it. Uh, All three of those games. games are really good too. Yes. They're well put together. Yeah, the, the 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 tension, the scariness of it all—it's like taking an Aliens game, but kind of twisting it a little bit and making it a bit more like freakish and weird. With like the way that the the necromancers would like walk around, and the way you could kill, had to kill them was chopping their limbs off. You couldn't just shoot them in the chest; you had to cut their arms and legs off and stuff in order to kill them. And so it reverse made, zombie. Yeah, so it made everything like your your weapons were tailored to like 
you know, you could press a button and turn the lasers left or like horizontal or, or like uh, vertical and stuff, depending on what you're trying to slice off. So you'd be aware of that when you're fighting them and stuff. So such a cool franchise that didn't get a fourth game and hopefully it gets, uh, hopefully it gets a theme park and gets another game. But, you know, that would be my, my other choice. Nice. That's a cool one. Was that, uh, was that all the questions we had? Yep, that was all of them. I mean, we got more, but we can save some of those for next time. I know we're probably getting close to time and whatnot. So yeah, we got to do another crossover, man. This was fun. Um, I'm down for Tron. Uh, listeners out there, if you guys have any uh, good ideas for a crossover, we'll probably do this like once a season where we do a, a glitch in real therapy because or once per real therapy season. Um, but if you have any good ideas for uh, for movies that are centered around video games, uh, that would be the sweet spot for this type of stuff. So send those out. Uh, Ooh, if last have, Starfighter. Last mm. Starfighter. That'd be a really good one. Yeah. Um, so as always, if you guys want to reach Real Therapy, we're at realtherapypodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at realtherapypod. And I am on Instagram and Twitter at realbenzilla. Uh, Mondo, you want to tell people where they can find Glitch? Yeah, for sure. Glitchtherapy at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to the show, send us a question, an email question, or just comment and let us know uh, how we're doing. We really appreciate that. Otherwise, uh, definitely please subscribe, rate, and review. Probably the most important thing you can do um, if you are into video games and know somebody who is, recommend it to a friend at the very least and help us out. We really appreciate that. Um, also, at Glitch Therapy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. And uh, hit me up. Follow me at The Mondalorium on Instagram and Twitter or game with me on Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and Nintendo Online. The gamer tag is Dirty Dimes. There's so many places to find you. You're, I know. You're everywhere Not, and nowhere at the same time. No, that's you, Ben. Yeah. There's, I, I, what? <laughs> Mondo just listed like 10 things. Yeah, but you uh, always uh, change your game. Jose, of- where can we find you? God oh, damn it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of expected to say the shame on you part, man. What the hell, Ramondo? Oh, yeah, shit. Curveball. Oh, God, you missed that. All right. So the song's ready and everything. Let's see. You can catch me on Instagram. I'm Hipster Maid. Um, Xbox Peace for It's Your Senpai. Okay. Fair Nico, Nico, in case you're unaware, but this is a thing that we've been doing glitch therapy for years now. And every time we ask Jose his social media, it's always uh, an awkward pause. He's like, uh, what? Like he's not I, prepared. Like he I did it. No- I did it good right now. <laughs> you did. I, I like the music. I like how you have, no, how you have a soundtrack it's, it's to actually, your. It's actually turned into one of my favorite parts of the show. Now. <laughs> it's waiting, both waiting <laughs> for him to fuck it up every time. It's the running joke right now. But also, before before we get to the last person, though, if you have not subscribed, rated, and reviewed, or told a friend, Jose, what do we say? Shame on you. And there. double for real therapy as well. Please leave us an iTunes review. We don't have any yet. It's getting sad. Yep. Remember, Ben's all of all four of Ben's wives leave your reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you? No, I was saying. Never mind. I'm not defending myself. You get Nico, <laughs> so Nico, yeah. where can we find you, man? No, Nico. Nico doesn't get to plug his social media today for that comment. <laughs> you can find me at at Bad Rambles on Twitter. I think I uh, on Instagram. I'm Chief Kiefer Sutherland. If you really want to find me for video games and shit, it's uh, Nico's the name on PSN and Chief Kiefer Sutherland on Steam. Maybe I'm gonna need you to text me both of those so we can get it in because we got we got to get down with the get with the get down. Yeah, yeah, dude, you gotta get on that Call of Duty night with us, man. It's a lot oh, of fun. Oh, for sure. 
I have a base PS4, and the only Call of Duty it lets me play is World War II. Like, it doesn't run. I have a base PS4, War. and I was playing Cold War on it. Really? Yeah. I might have to give it a shot. I don't know. My yeah. PS4 is ass, dude. Yeah, they, all the PS4 base models suck now. It's, it sounds like I, an I have one. Yeah, it sounds like an airplane. Take they, where, the, where the fuck do I find a PS5 at? No, but can't get them anywhere. Yeah, if you're looking know, for man. Them, I, I will talk, man. I'll see if we can help you out and figure something out. Yeah, yeah. You talk. You guys talk because Mono and TJ, have, they're like hawks. They're just watching it, for that there's shit. No, there's nothing like not finding one and then hearing like somebody laughing at you, like Kefka or something like that. <laughs> 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 it's like, you guys, fuck off, y'all. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we're going to close this thing out real therapy style by saying keep it real and not glitchy hopefully Pic- pixelated <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah and, 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 and game, game on, on for sure keep it real and game on there we go that's a good combo to do there you go that was great game on